Hi, and welcome to the Mouse and More Podcast. My name is Chris, and tonight I'm joined by Rachel, Liza, Tony, and Adam. Hi, everyone. Hey. Howdy. Merry Christmas. I know, right? Merry Christmas. I like how Tony and I participated in some other things. Wait, who's Rachel hasn't said hi. Hey, Rachel. Hi. Oh, there you go. I was waiting for you. And Adam, but he just said it delayed. That's- so Christmas is almost here by Disney standards. It's the, <laughs> what is it? The 24th of October, which means pretty soon it will be Christmas at Disney. Like what? Seven more days. Yep. Pretty much. That's the best. Pretty much. And, and who Chris, agrees you know that it's 23rd, right? Really? I'm going to hurt Uh-oh. you. Okay. I just write it down somewhere. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, Anyway, <laughs> I don't even know. I just got back from Orlando. It's still Halloween there, although at Disney Springs and the world of Disney, and Liza's going to talk about this later, there's a lot of Christmas merchandise, including apparently this year's hottest gift item, which is the 12 Days of Christmas socks. Mm. They immediately disappear from the shelves, so that's important to know. But we're going to talk about Christmas. We're going to talk about everything that you need to know for Christmas. There's so much going on. It's it's really the best time to visit if you can. And plus it's not as hot usually. So sometimes it's downright cold. So I'm I'm going to go I'm going to start with Rachel and Epcot because I know that Rachel loves Epcot at Christmas. So why don't you tell us what we can do at Epcot? I do love Epcot at Christmas. Um, the first main thing I think of is the candlelight processional. This starts this year they're starting it early. It starts Thanksgiving night and they have a 50 piece orchestra, a huge choir that's made up of um, cast members make up the center tree with their robes. I mean, they're all in green. And then on the sides, it's high school choirs that have trained for over a year for this performance. And then it's led by a narrator and it's a celebrity narrator. Uh, the, and when I say celebrity, I'm not just talking about somebody that came off of a McDonald's commercial. I mean, they have Neil Patrick Harris, Whoopi Goldberg, uh, Gary Sinise. Um, he's uh, Gary Sinise is always there. This year, though, is new. They've got Helen Hunt. And, wow. Yeah. I was like, Has wow, she been relevant in a while? I, I still like her. Okay. <laughs> hey, she's an Oscar winner, you know? She yeah. is. Okay. She's probably doing something artsy that we don't know about somewhere. I'm sure. Twister, third installation of that movie. I don't know. And for you baseball fans, Cal Ripken Jr. is going to be there, too. But it starts November 22nd. Wait a minute. A baseball Mm -hmm. player is going to be a narrator? Yes. Huh. Okay. And he's not just any baseball player. Cal Ripken Jr. was a big deal. Is he really? He set the record for most consecutive games played, right? Isn't that right, Tony? Yeah, that is true. Helen Hunt hasn't been in a movie in five years. Do you know who else hasn't been in a movie? Cal Ripken. (laughs) (laughs) Helen Hunt only only played in about 250 games before she had due to to injury. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I I thought it was longer than five years, but maybe there was a movie I didn't know. 2012, The Sessions. Don't know what that huh. is. I mean, good for her. Probably she won an Oscar. Or almost nominated for one, but still. Did y'all ever see the um, Princess Quarterback that she was in? No. In the Never. 80s? It was about, she was a, she was homecoming queen, and she was also the quarterback for the football team. Was it that was... an after-school special by any chance? I don't know. Quarterback? <laughs> 
that and I loved her in Girls Just Want to Have Fun. Did y'all see that movie in the eighties? No. No, but did you see As They're Good As It Gets? Fun. Yes, as good as it gets. That, that actually and, was. And good. do I not quote that all the time? I don't know. Do you? That's one of okay, I can't say the line here. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, we're not gonna do. Yes, I do, and you know that. Yes, I guess you weren't listening when I told you what it was from. <laughs> kind of offended. Go ahead, Rachel. Okay, Liza so and I have back- things we need to work out. Can I just can I just clarify something I said? Yeah. Because I don't want anybody to get mad at me. Helen Hunt has been in movies since then, but she hasn't been in a relevant movie since 2012. Okay. Anytime you're acting as an actor, you're in a relevant something. (laughs) That's true. You just put that away, sir. Okay. Let's get back on track. Why don't you start again there, Rachel, or wherever you left off. I don't even know. It it goes from November 22nd to December 30th. It's three times a night, and it's kind of free. Um, in a way, so you do, the first people that get to sit are the people who um, purchase a candlelight processional dining package, and those packages, um, you know, there there are many restaurants throughout Epcot as well as they have included, and I messed the name up of the Italian restaurant on the boardwalk. Help me, Trattoria Al Forno. Yes, Trattoria Al yes. Forno. But that one, not for breakfast, is included, but it is included for lunch and dinner. But if you book one of these dining packages, and it has to be specified, candlelight pack, a processional dining package, then after you're finished eating, they will give you a ticket, uh, like a little sticker to put on, and that guarantees you a seat at whatever specified time of your performance. And the dining package includes the appetizer, entree, drink, and a dessert. It takes two dining credits if you are on the dining plan. And there are still some restaurants with availability. Even on Thanksgiving, I looked the other day and you could still find some. Of course, breakfast and lunch are going to be less expensive, you know, and then dinner is a little bit more. But you can even do this with acre shoes. So if you wanted characters and then to do the processional package. And once all of the people who have the reserved seating get to sit, then they will let the standby line come in and fill in the remaining seats. Now, if you're hoping to see Neil Patrick Harris, good luck. There's not going to be an, any room. I mean, people will start lining up for him at three, four hours beforehand. Uh, but that's that's my favorite thing. We've seen, we've been to it three times. I've seen Sigourney Weaver. Uh, actually, I get, oh, I've been to it four. I've been to it, seen Ale- Abigail Breslin, Sigourney Weaver, and Stephen Curtis Chapman, and the last time we saw the guy that goes, you know, this is all state insurance, it was like God was speaking, but it is fabulous. So if you get a chance to do that, I strongly encourage it. Um, it might not keep a three-year-old intention, attention because it does last longer than 30 minutes. Okay. I've never so, done it. Oh, I love it. I did, To me, it puts me in the Christmas spirit. We're going this year on Thanksgiving. I'm very excited. And uh, Cheetah Rivera is going to be our narrator. The other thing that they have at Epcot that they've had for a long time is with Illuminations, the regular nighttime fireworks show, they add on a holiday tag at the end. Oh, that's my favorite. Well, Eliza, explain more about it then. Because it's been a while since I've seen it. Oh, the holiday tag? Okay, well, mm-hmm. used to, back in the olden days, I remember Walter Cronkite being the narration for that. And I loved that. He still is, I think. 
Yes. I, is he I'm still? Because sure. I yes. thought from they the ch- grave. I thought they changed it, but I mean, maybe they did for the holiday tag. I think they changed the regular, but they still use him for the holiday tag. Oh, okay. I love him, but see, nobody's gonna know who he is now. You know, like none of the younger people probably. But his voice is great, so it's a timeless situation. But the holiday tag is at the end. You get extra fireworks. And he has like a little spiel about peace on earth and goodwill towards men and all of this stuff. And I don't know. I wish they would do that like every day, all the time. But that's because I like extra fireworks. So you throw in extra fireworks, I'm all in. And it makes the greatest nighttime spectacular that there is on the planet, on planet earth. It makes it even better. So then it's like (laughs) super awesome ultra best show on earth. And the music's great. And it's Illuminations. And I'm so... I'm still upset. So so this is your last time, actually, to see the Christmas tag. Because it won't be be. back next year. (gasps) I know. It's it's pretty devastating for me. I'm going to have to figure out what I'm going to do. I got to get over there. I know. That's how I feel, too, Adam. I'm like, I, I... flip and have to now i mean what i gotta are we gonna fly do? down in december what am i gonna do december <laughs> gotta fly down december you know i just i just want to step in here for a second and throw a little trivia please do, out please do so rachel mentioned the all-state voice um who is a, a great actor by the name of dennis haysbert oh and, good old dennis um i'm going to ask many of you know him from something he did in the late 80s <gasps> major league Major League. He was Pedro Serrano. Yes. Another baseball reference. How many baseball references can we get? Many people don't know that. (laughs) I know because he's such a wild character in that movie. Was that that baseball movie with Madonna? Was it Charlie Sheen? This is the one with Charlie Sheen. Exactly. Mm -hmm. I I just can't. I mean, like to me, (laughs) there's only one thing worse than watching a baseball game it's actually a movie about a baseball game except for bull durham oh that's about it have oh. you ever seen bull durham, bull durham awesome with kevin movie. was that kevin costner kevin costner was it in the 80s oh my he was God. the dreamiest guy ever i like how you reference the madonna baseball movie that had the rosie o'donnell <laughs> and susan sarandon and um <laughs> Wait, I could see him Tom being Hanks. in there. Maybe he Tom was like Hanks. a, I don't know, coach or something. Yeah. They give their own. Disney. It's a Disney thing. So, yeah. Well, I mean, Tom Hanks is kind of, never mind. Ignore me. Um, okay. I don't know anything about baseball. Okay. So, another thing they do at Epcot is they have the holiday kitchens, which they basically take the food and wine kiosk and decorate them for Christmas all of a sudden. I love that. And then they have. Christmassy items. I love so, how I love how they just go ahead and <laughs> okay, it's food and wine. Boop. Now it's Christmas. Okay, festival of the arts and flower and garden. Yes. I mean, it's just like they just cover them up for like a week or so, and then they whip the cover off, and bam, it's something else, which yes. works for me. So this year it's um, titled 2018 Epcot International Festival of the Holidays. It used to be known as Holidays Around the World. Now it's called Festival mm-hmm. of the Holidays. Starts November 18th and goes to the 30th, and these are called holiday kitchens. The kitchens have specific items that are festive for the holidays. For example, let me get to some. I'm looking at some menus. Like you can, in an American holiday table, you can get a ham carved smoked ham with green beans and sweet potato casserole. 
Uh, they have a slow roasted turkey with stuffing, mashed potatoes, green beans, and cranberry sauce for five twenty-five. And you can use your snack credits for these food items. Is that the waffle one? Oh, waffle? No, I think that just sounds like a Christmas meal. No, because like one year they had basically that on a waffle. Okay, pretty good. Was it maybe the waffle was in Germany? No, it was like as you first walked into the World Showcase, like you know you leave over the bridge. It's pretty good. That way, okay. Let me. I'm looking through some the the Cookie Nook Holiday Kitchen. That's where you can get a lot of really sweet goodies: snowflake sugar cookies, snickerdoodle cookies, warm apple fritters with cinnamon ice cream, and warm caramel salt, caramel caramel. Do y'all say caramel or caramel? No, but we say warm and not worm. Did I say worm? <laughs> yeah, worm. Hey, you know the Arkansas accent. Uh, you can't beat it. No, it's uh, cute. Let's. There's all kinds of different food items. Lots of stuff with peppermint and cinnamon se- um, flavoring. They have your croissant donuts. They have those year-round, don't they? Yeah, they do. But lately, they've been sort of like throwing a bunch of stuff on them and making them extra fancy. Okay. They say they're at Taste Track this year instead of Test Track. Evidently, it's Taste Track. Hmm. Oh, that's that-, that little camper they have right outside of Test Track. Okay. Yeah, it's cute. Hey, fun fact about Taste Track. Mm. That's Mark's, Mark Campy. Mark, are you there? You're getting ready for your cruise? That's his favorite uh, quick service snack, whatever, in Epcot. Remember? We learned that a couple oh. episodes ago. Nice. But um, he's not here to defend it. So that's no. too bad, Mark. Too it's bad. Not. And along with the food carts, they also have um, characters. I say characters. Holiday storytellers would be the more correct term. To come out and explain the traditions of that country uh, during the holiday season. So, for example, in Mexico, the they celebrate the Festival of the Three Kings. So, the Three Kings come out and explain the holiday traditions in Mexico. In Italy, it's La Fontana, I think is her name. I could be, but it, it's not a Santa Claus that comes to the kids. It's this <gasps> older woman who she kind of even looks like a witch, but she flies around and takes kids. Um, their treats and she comes out and tells about the story there it's a gnome I think is it a gnome or an elf in Norway I, I don't I can't remember but it's very interesting to go to the different storyteller um, presentations and hear about the different cultures uh, and how they celebrate the holidays and then the last thing they that you need to hit at Epcot if you have little ones is they have a Chip and Dale Christmas tree spree. It's just like the Easter egg hunt that they've started doing in Epcot during the Flower and Garden Festival. You buy a map for $6.99, and then you go around to each of the countries, and you find the Chip and Dale what they ha- um, ornament that they have hidden in each of the countries, and then when you find it, it matches. It's a select, a specific sticker goes with it, and you put that in that country. And once you have found all those, you take it to the uh, Disney Traders or World Traveler store, and they will give you a prize. Okay. Now, do you find that the decorations at Epcot? Do you? How do you feel about those? Because I feel like of all the parks, that's probably the least decorated. Oh, do you? Yeah, I don't know. I uh, see. I feel back in the countries. I don't know. Maybe I can see why you'd say that because in the beginning of the park, like at Epcot, 
There's not a lot. Yeah, it's not Christmassy, Christmassy, like, in your face. You have the big tree in the entrance, but you don't have, like, everything else. Well, they do the topiary thing that's Christmassy at the front, and then the big tree. They used to do, do you remember that light thing you used to walk through? The dancing light? What was that called? I kind of thought they'd put some of the Osborne lights over there because they used to have that thing that was like the light tunnel, but that disappeared. And I keep waiting for them to say something about if they're ever going to do those lights again, because... That was just so cool to me. I love standing there, especially right before the park closed and watching those lights. And Did gone. you enjoy it, Liza? You know what? I really <sighs> did, Tony. I really, really you did. You know what? It's never coming back then. Don't tell me that. Oh. No, it could come back. What are they going to do with all those? I guess well, they don't You care. know, the man that donated them to Disney, he was from Arkansas. It, do you know the story about all that? Yeah, I totally do because I went to law school in Arkansas. Yes, well, Jenny so Osborne, he, the best. He, wait, wait. Let's save that until we get yeah, to the studios thing. Okay. Gonna, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. But I feel like the countries are semi-decorated. I don't know. I felt like they're A festive. Yes. They are festive. I just feel like there's so much space there. You could you could throw up some tinsel. I don't know, whatever. I I just it's hard. I think to compete with Hollywood Studios at this point, even without the Osborne uh, lights. But we'll yeah. talk about that in a minute. Yeah. So, okay. I think next I'm going to move over to something that is near and dear to all of us, and that's free stuff. Well, I like free stuff. Everybody like loves free stuff. Free stuff. Who doesn't like free stuff? Free stuff is um, Adam's old dancing name, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) Free stuff. All right, Tony. I did not know that. It is. Free stuff and the coupon band. So uh, there's some free stuff you can do around the parks that uh, don't involve going into, I'm sorry, around the Walt Disney World Resort, I should say, that don't involve going into uh, any of the parks. And uh, that would be found at Disney Springs. So they have, and we experienced last year when my family went down, uh, the Christmas Tree Trail, which is a series of, I don't know, probably 20, 25 Christmas trees uh, that are all decorated uh, to certain themes. Um, You know, there was a Mickey and Minnie tree. There was a Villains tree. There was a Moana tree. It was snowing there, you know, um, so there was a little snow magic. Uh, And the best part of it was uh, at the end, you met with Santa Claus, who has a uh, picture booth set up there, and that was free. So, uh, you know, you, you just had to get a time to meet with Santa, and the uh, Christmas trail um, is over on the back side of the stores, on, uh, over by uh, Once Upon a Toy, uh, over where the bus stops are, um, and they've built it into uh, a walkway there. So it's really kind of cool option. Uh, if you've got some time and, and you want to get in that Christmas spirit um, to do that. So I don't know if anyone has done that. I did uh, it with my son. And they had a lot of uh, photo pass photographers out so you could get pictures with the different trees. So if you have Memory Maker, take advantage of it, that. Exactly. And all the, they, they had the little props, the little fake signs and all that stuff that you could do. So that was a, that was a good time. It, um, it's actually... Like it's huge. I mean, it goes on forever and ever. Because I will admit, I was there with my with my girlfriend Deanna, and her husband was with us. And at one point, I think I heard him say, "Okay, I did hear him say, gosh, this is taking forever.' You know, because he's a guy. But it was it was awesome. So right. Um, 
so there's uh, also going on at Disney Springs. You've got uh, you know holiday music being performed by school choirs at the dock stage. Uh, they've got strolling musicians. Uh, they also have a nightly tree lighting ceremony at the uh, Once Upon a Toy Fountain Play area. Uh, if you're into Kwanzaa, uh, it is usually celebrated right, right after Christmas with special performances at the Waterside Stage in the Disney uh, Springs Marketplace. And Hanukkah uh, is usually celebrated Very at nice. the uh, Waterview Park uh, as well with song stories and performances. Uh, one thing I did not get to experience with my family uh, in the Disney Springs area is the Stitches Holiday Gift Hunt, um, which is kind of uh, like Rachel just described with the Chippendale type of scavenger hunt uh, thing in Epcot, uh, that you get a little map and you go into different stores and, and you find Stitch uh, throughout the park. And I don't know, Rachel, you said you did this uh, recently, last year maybe? Yes, Parker and I did it last year, and and it, this one was free. We didn't have to pay for it like you did at Epcot, but it, it they gave you a little booklet, and it had coupons in it, too, and then the coupons matched the store where you would go find Stitch and see what present he had, and so, like, it might be a ball or a tennis racket or something, but you'd have to find this little cutout of Stitch within the store, and then once you found them all, you got to take the booklet with the completed stickers and show at, at certain locations, specific locations where you could return it. And they give you a big old little stitch button. But it was fun. And it made us go into some stores I would never think to go in. And I was like, huh, there's some neat stuff in here. So we enjoyed that aspect of it. Just it made us explore things we normally wouldn't. Right. And most important, it is a rarity at Disney, and that is free. Um, so other free uh, things you can do around uh, the resort property. Wait, hold on, Tony. Before you leave Disney Springs, can I yes. mention one thing? You may. I, and I might, y'all probably will argue with me, but you mentioned the tree lighting ceremony in front of the toy store. The tree that's in the middle of the shopping area do you know where I'm talking about? Just that humongous. Yes. To me, that might be the prettiest tree on all Disney property. That's a gorgeous tree. Yep. That blew me away how beautiful it was. Because it's huge. And it's just all gold lights that kind of, that matches the exterior of those buildings in a way. Or it coordinates with them. I just thought that tree was gorgeous. So don't miss that tree. <laughs> Duly noted. Uh, I love so, all the Christmas trees. Yeah. Come on now. Christmas <laughs> trees, there's nothing better. Yeah, they no. do. It's the they best do type right. of foliage, is it not? <clears throat> yeah, it smells good. Looks cool. Name me, name me a better plant in this country, in this world. No, you can't. It's a Christmas tree. Yeah. Eucalyptus. Well, eucalyptus no. smells really good, though. I yeah. do like a good camellia. You know what I it is? I might go you with guys, a palm you guys tree. You used to like fake Christmas trees where you don't smell the pine, but in the Northeast, we get the real stuff up here. Wait right? a minute. What do you mean we don't smell the pine? We can get trees from all over the place down here. You yeah. guys get real trees or they fake got them trees? in front of we get real trees. Yeah. Oh. What What do you think? <laughs> what you know? What every now and then one of us stops making out with our cousin and goes and gets. Trees. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Maybe we throw a possum on the stove. Yeah. After we hit it with our car. But we don't want yeah. it to go to waste. Of course not. <laughs> then our Sunday go to meet and close when we go get that tree. Sunday go to meet and close. <laughs> uh -huh. Them's good vittles. 
<laughs> All right. That's enough. So if okay. you'd like to share your Christmas possum uh, recipes <laughs> with us, uh, just feel free to post them on the page. Absolutely. Absolutely. <sighs> tell, tell us more about those trees and how they smell, Adam. I do like the tree smell when I go into the grocery store because they got them all in the front. That's right. They do. Okay. Let's go ahead. Tony, could we have you finish your list without interrupting you? That would be awesome. So that pretty much sums up free stuff at Disney Springs. And there is other free stuff you can do on property, but that usually entails visiting some of the resorts. And I know that that's going to be a topic that Chris is going to take a little bit later in the podcast. So I will drop it off to her now. I think I will just talk about my favorite thing, which is resort hopping. And I think that's a good idea for a day when you're not going to the parks. Maybe you're going to the Christmas party at night. And so you take the day and you just do different things. At the very least, check out the monorail resorts. You've got a big, gorgeous mural and gingerbread cookies and everything over the contemporary. Go over to the poly doesn't seem like the kind of place where they would have, you know, a very Christmas feel, but they're able to take these uh, colors and ideas from the island and put them into a tree. That's a lot of fun. But the big one is the Grand Floridian, where you have Uh. not just a gorgeous Christmas tree, but you have a life-size gingerbread house where you it's so big, cast members are standing in it and selling cookies and stuff like that. Um, Great photo opportunities over there. So so th- that would be, if you only can go resort hopping in one area, that's probably the easiest and probably the best. But if you head over to the Epcot area resorts, you, you know, Beach Club and Yacht Club both have gingerbread displays or chocolate displays. There's um, a chocolate carousel that's a lot of fun. And if you go over to Boardwalk, they usually have some smaller gingerbread houses and um, they sell little gifts and things over there. I actually think Boardwalk is probably one of the prettiest uh, decorated resorts. It's very understated. It isn't in your face. They don't have a life-size gingerbread house like, you know, um, the Grand Floridian. And they don't have a huge tree. But everything is kind of just, I don't know, it's beautiful. And, And that's probably one of my favorite resorts for Christmas. Um, of course you could go to Wilderness Lodge. That's everyone's favorite Christmas resort. It just looks like you should be there in December, even when it's July. And so, um, so that's real gorgeous. I love that. I love looking at all the, you know, the, the wreaths that are hanging up and the big tree. And of course there's that massive fireplace that frankly doesn't give off enough heat, but that's another story. I'm always cold. And, you know, just your own resorts that you're going to go to. I love Art of Animation's decorations. They have a big white Christmas tree. It's all very retro, lots of wreaths hanging up, that sort of thing. Every single resort will have some kind of decorations that are themed along with the resort. And even at Animal Kingdom Lodge, you know, I think in some ways, I was just talking to a friend of mine the other day, and she said that that was her favorite. You know, it smelled great. They were they were making gingerbread cookies, and they had little. and And Tony can talk about this. You can go and take a little class for free and decorate a cookie. Um, you know, they have all the fire pits and everything. You can sit by. Just Christmas at during the holidays, the resorts are always gorgeous, but at Christmas is just over the top. And if you can resort hopping during that time, I highly recommend that. For me, it's hard for me to stay out of the parks. But I think that's totally worth it. And if you're there, go to lunch, hang out. Um, I know that it's very difficult sometimes to park at a resort because, of course, 
they're trying to cut down on parking, you know, for people who aren't staying there. And it's especially true someplace like, um, you know, a beach club or yacht club because they have limited parking there. But you can make a dining reservation and then you can explore, well, you know, before or after your meal. So, Tony, tell us about some of the free stuff at the resorts. Well, I was uh, just going to recommend, as you did, uh, going and checking out some of the holiday decor. Um, while they are not Disney resorts, we also have to remember the Swan and Dolphin. Uh, the Swan and Dolphin do have uh, Mr. and Mrs. Claus available in a Florida tiki hut while they're vacationing at their favorite uh, resort Shoot. property. Uh, there also is a life-size holiday chocolate scene uh, that they have there, uh, along with a chocolate train. And uh, one thing, it it's not really a, a big touristy thing, um, but for those of you who would like to celebrate the holidays in a more religious manner, uh, there is uh, there are options on property. Uh, if you are there on Christmas Day, uh, the Contemporary Resort will usually hold both a Catholic Mass and a Protestant service. Uh, actually, two Catholic Masses uh, and one Protestant service on uh, Christmas morning. Is uh, that because the Catholic Mass is half as long as a Protestant one? Um, that uh, that very well could be. Although they <laughs> allocate so. they allocate an hour and fifteen minutes for each oh, service. Okay. I'm just I'm just remembering that as a kid, I remember always thinking that as a Catholic kid, we had it so much better than the Baptist kids because they had to go longer. Oh so. yeah, good old Baptist kid right here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> go ahead, Tony. Sorry. And uh, that wraps up free stuff. Okay, that's good. <laughs> free stuff and resorts. Okay. All right, I want to go ahead and if you're talking about events at Walt, Walt Disney World during this time, what's the biggest one? It's the Christmas party, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm going to throw this over to Adam. Tell us about the party. Tell us what it costs. When can I go? Give me all the information. All right, so speaking of things that aren't free, Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party <laughs> is not free. However, it is probably the greatest thing on Earth. Is it not? It's Christmas in the Magic Kingdom with less people and holiday wishes and all that good stuff, right? You know, I, I think I would disagree because I think you would think that Jennifer Lawrence in the Magic Kingdom holding a bucket of money would be better than this. Well, anybody holding a bucket of money that's going to give it to me. <laughs> I know, but see, Adam has special feelings for her. So, you know, I'm going to disagree. feelings. But okay, so go ahead. It is awesome though, but it's not going on during the actual week of Christmas, right? When is it starting and when is it finishing? Okay, so the first Christmas, Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party, which I'm going to call Christmas Party going forward because that's just too long, starts November 8th. It's $99 for an adult, $94 for a child. They have them on one Monday in November, most Tuesdays, most Thursdays, and most Fridays. And one Sunday. Here's something you need to understand. They do not offer it Thanksgiving week. So if you're going down there for Thanksgiving, thinking you're going to get a ticket for the Christmas party, eh, you're out of luck. They don't have it. Hey, Adam. Yes, Tony. Uh, it's a good opportunity to remind everyone that just like the ticket structure, uh, those prices that you gave are for earlier in November, and that Disney tiers the pricing for the event. So it, it can go as high as $125 for an adult and $120 for a child. Thanks, Tony. I was going to get to that when I got to December. 
My apologies. That's okay. It's okay. Uh, they got them in December. They got it most Sunday nights, Tuesday nights, Thursday nights, and Friday nights. The last party is Friday, December twenty first. That is a uh, that's a popular one, and, and that must be very expensive. And which means it's very expensive. One hundred and twenty five dollars for an adult. One hundred and twenty dollars for a child. So if you're a kid, you get to save five dollars. Not bad, huh? They do offer discounts on some of the nights for. DVC and annual pass holders, but not every night has the discount. And quite frankly, the discount really isn't that much money. So, what do you get? You get uh, the park to yourself with probably 20,000 other people from 7 o'clock till midnight. They do let you in at that wonderful 4 o'clock hour so you can get your party started. It's just like the Halloween party where you do not need a ticket to get into the Magic Kingdom to enjoy this party. So you can do this on a day that you do the pool. If it's warm enough, it could be cold enough, I guess, depending upon your preferences for pool swimming in November and December in Florida. They have the rides open, the popular rides. They've got Holiday Wishes, Fireworks Spectacular. They've got a totally Tomorrowland Christmas dance party. Tony, you like your dance parties, don't you? Uh, I love the dance parties. Well, they have another one, too. Club Tinsel. Cosmic Rays. Another dance party. And that one's really cute because Santa Goofy comes and Pluto's dressed up like a reindeer. And uh, I think Mickey and Minnie were there when we were there, too, in in holiday attire. And that's a great place to hang out if you have a little one that's afraid of the fireworks. (laughs) That's how I ended up in there because it was indoors and loud music and we just danced with the characters while the fireworks were going on. The, the, The popular item, the popular event, I should say, for the Christmas party is the Christmas time parade, which features the toy soldiers. It's got the woman, the the uh, the woman. Excuse me, the uh, the ballerina dancer, <laughs> which is a woman, I guess. And it's got elves. It's got Santa Claus. Does it not? True. It's amazing. Santa Claus gets down there so close to Christmas from the North Pole. He's everywhere. I yes, I would recommend with that parade that it's really important where you stand to watch that if you want good pictures because a lot of the participants such as the toy soldiers they're not lit up so if you're in a dark spot i mean because some parts of this parade are for daytime you're not going to get as great a pictures so pay attention to where you're standing to wait for that because if it's in a dark spot it's just not going to show up very well yeah you got to watch out for those dark spots right tony you gotta go get those dark yes, spots checked. Tony's, Tony's, I think, is in one right now. There's a Frozen <laughs> Holiday Wish, which is the Castle Front Court stage show. They're still pushing that Frozen on us, everybody. So I know. Get I know. used I'm to like, it, peoples. But, I mean, how long do you have to get used to Frozen? I mean, it's kind of old movie now. I feel like we Just need to... long enough to wait for the sequel. <laughs> yeah, wait for oh, Frozen 2. Gosh. <laughs> I'm kind of over the Frozen. I feel like the music in Moana was a bajillion times better than the Frozen music. I'm just going to say it. Now, they t- speaking of free things, you're going to get free cookies, hot chocolate. Yeah, yeah, that's complimentary true. Complimentary with your ticket. So they give you something, oh, which is nice. I'm sorry to interrupt here, but, but the best place to get the cookies is yeah. at Pinocchio Village House because they give you one of each. Ah, one of each. What are the two each? You get a bunch of cookies. They have all oh. the cookies there. They should give you all the cookies. I mean, you get so much candy at the Halloween party, they should be handing out those cookies. But you can sample all the cookies at that one spot, and I like that. Oh, okay. Pinocchio Village House, everybody. Write that down. 
Okay, so if you want the ultimate Christmas Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party experience, you can sign up for a dessert party. That is offered on most of the nights. Here's the deal, people. It's $84 for an adult and $50 for a child. It is not a cheap experience. It is almost the price of you to attend the party. If you really like dessert, go for it, maybe? The dessert party. Yeah, I think it's just outrageous. That is your ultimate Christmas experience. And that's really the American way. Dessert gluttony right there. Check it out. And that's your Christmas party. I mean, if you're if you're on if you're there for like a long weekend and you want to use your you want to save your Magic Kingdom day for a party day, it sounds like a good idea. I know Tony did that recently with his Halloween party experience, same idea. And uh, because they let you get in there at 4, so you can go from 4 to midnight on that ticket. That's a good amount of time, and most of the time once when the normal guests clear out by 6, then you get rides with limited wait times. So that's pretty cool. Well, and just like the Halloween party, if you wait until after the fireworks, the people with really little kids clear out, and then you can see a lot. So you can you can do a lot of rides, like even shorter wait times. Because it's hard if you have little kids, and I tell a lot of clients, you know, if their kids are three, four, five years old, don't spend your money on the on the Christmas party unless you're willing to leave at like nine thirty. But for us, that's a big win because we'll be able to stay later until it closes. And I think we should mention the parades at tw- their parade is two times. Uh, the castle show is multiple times, right? Uh-huh. And then you have, um, of course, the fireworks in between all of that. And is it a three? It's not a three sixty, or is it? What's it's this? half a circle. It's like so the one at Halloween, Halloween party. Okay, all right. Well, actually, I don't. Is it? Yeah. I gotta be honest. I don't know. I don't. Remember. I think it is. It is. They it they is. do the same thing. They do something a little more like plussed up. So, but I've I've got to say, in my opinion. I personally like the Christmas party better because I like I the too. Christmas party fireworks better, partially because the music, because I can't deal with the Halloween music. I can't. I can't. But I like the fireworks. I like the snow on Main Street. I like the overall yeah. feel of the park. I like, I just, I like the Christmas party a lot better. That's just I my feel, opinion. I feel like the Christmas party works with the fake snow on Main Street only if it's, a little chillier yeah. because there's nothing worse than it being like the first of December and you're walking <laughs> and you're like, gosh, this is so not putting me in the mood of Christmas because everybody's sweaty and wearing shorts. Most of the time it's chilly though. So you don't bring a coat unless a they work jacket. there uh, and you see the workers, which it's funny coming from new England, even when we go in January and February, uh, you know, it's, It'll drop down to 40, 50 degrees, and you'll see workers walking across the park in pea coats yeah. with gloves and hats. And to me, I'm in shorts and a T-shirt. Are you really? Even in like 45, 50 degrees? That's a heat wave to me in, uh, in February. No, it's not. Yeah, we no, like it's that not. Are you serious, Tony? Serious. Yeah, that's insane. I have to tell you because I, I was there two nights ago, and I literally was freezing at eight o'clock and i will tell you i was with someone from new york 
and she actually thought it was cold too. It's just there's something about Disney. There's something about that dampness in the air that that's that like you feel the cold even worse. I think, um, or maybe we're just wimps. Well, we're I, delicate for, Southern flowers. We are. We're, it's we're delicate Southern bells. Sorry, that's what I prefer. I, yeah. I forgot to mention. Bless speaking of heart. cold, they have snow on Main Street. Yes, and I do apologize. <laughs> we, I don't. I apologize for not mentioning that earlier, but thank you for clearing that up for me. Because you know what it is coming from New Jersey? Snow, I don't really care for That's snow That's true. Anymore. I didn't even think about that. That's yeah. not even a big deal to you. It's not I, exciting to you. And and it's not even, I mean, it's like a little soapy stuff, right? It's. I mean, I hate to ruin it for people, but it's not even like <laughs> they throw out little ice cubes. You know, it's this soapy stuff, and then it gets in your hair. Um, yeah, and it's kind of a, it's like, a But it's slimy. totally... You and I have crazy hair, so it's tough. You know, once our hair is done, we're like, oh, my gosh, it's ruining my hair. But, you know. Eh, I don't really care sometimes because over there, you step out of the hotel room, it's over. Yeah, that's actually true. I fixed it. It's all gone now. Yes. Unless it's March. March, it seems like it wasn't so bad in March. The weather was really nice there. It wasn't that humid. Nothing works for me there. Okay, so I think we do have to mention one thing. Since we're on the Magic Kingdom... The one best awesome thing, and it's free to anyone with a ticket, is when the castle lights come on. Because every year they have these castle, they call them the castle dream lights. They're actually putting them on the castle right now. More than likely, I I didn't see the crane the other day when I was there. But um, it takes forever to put them up. Because they're so intricate and they cover a big portion of the castle. And every night when the sun goes down, they have a castle lighting ceremony. And in years past, it's been Cinderella. You help her decorate the castle. Um, and now it's Elsa. Elsa decorates the castle. And I'm not sure who it's going to be this year. I, I Maybe y'all know. but um, It probably that, is still going to be Elsa. Yeah, it's amazing. Put my money on her. It's amazing. And it's open to anyone because it starts at around, you know, it starts at dusk. However, if they're closing the park at 6 o'clock this year for the Christmas party, that means the average guest won't get to see that and then leave the park, which is kind of not good, right? Yeah, I don't know if they do the lights on the party days, do they? They do the – they do the – well, in years past – okay, so this is going to be new this year. In years past, the party officially started at 7 o'clock, which means all the guests had to get out of the park at seven, right? And yeah. you'd have stragglers, but basically people were, you know, getting out of the park, being asked to leave, whatever. Well, now it's six o'clock. So if it's not dark out, you can't, and it's really not going to be dark enough at six, I don't think. So that means um, on weeks when you have the party, which is like three or four nights during the week, you better, if you want to see those castle lights, you have to go on another night, which kind of stinks because that's really one of the biggest draws to me is to see the castle lit up, it changes colors. It's like the perfect thing. So, well, gosh, I don't know. I don't like yeah, that. Sunset I just, November 9th in Orlando is 5.34 p.m. So you think they can do it then? I've never seen them do it that early. But what is maybe, nautical twilight? Tony, you know what that is? You're a Navy man. Uh, nautical twilight? Nautical Nor- twilight? Uh, uh, I can't uh, give you an explanation for that. Thanks, Tony. I was going to say, because if the sun is setting at 534, people are leaving at 6, it really technically isn't still dark. It's not dark at 6 o'clock. Right. It's not so, going to be dark enough. Yeah. And I don't, I don't, I, I don't know. I, I don't, 
I don't know if they'll put the lights on for that, but at that time, but um, I just had clients who they only have one day in the Magic Kingdom, and they just figured out that they have to leave at six o'clock. They're not happy about it. Oh no! So, um, you know, that is early, and and since the park doesn't stay open late, you know, the other nights that time of the year, it is kind of really cutting into your time it kind of reminds me of over at universal where you have halloween horror nights and one of the parks will close at five and the other closes at eight well that really cuts into your time when they have those those halloween parties over there but it'll be interesting to see how they handle those lights coming on because it is very special for people to see that so um if you're planning just plan a quarterly and try to try to be there on a night when you know when there's no party, obviously, or go to the party, but that's a lot of money. Okay, let's go over to Liza. She's going to talk about shopping. Everybody likes to shop for Christmas. Okay, so the obvious thing with Christmas shopping, you're going to think of Yield Christmas Shop and Magic Kingdom's got one. They've got one in Disney Springs. You know, they've got them here and there. And There's the- three on property, right? There's Disney Springs, Epcot, and Hollywood Studios. Okay. Is that correct? I believe so. So they always have year-round Christmas merchandise. So you can always get that. I do know that every resort always has a Christmas ornament. It is a little section. It's not like your giant section, but you can usually find little ornaments here and there um, throughout the the parks and resorts. And my favorite, personally, are the shoes. They have a collection of cute little shoes that are themed to different Disney characters. So I'm kind of starting a little collection of my own. And I used to get the big Mickeys, the big ball Mickeys. I would just write our date, the year that we went on the trip, every time we would go. So my tree has several of those on them as well. But I just love those shoes now. I can't. I'm obsessed with the shoes. But you can find unique Christmas gift items throughout the park. So in Epcot, around the World Showcase, there's so many cute little shops around the world. And they also have the big store in the front, which is Mouse Gears, that you can go. And they've got different holiday items through each one. Also, I actually think the monorail set is a cute idea because the monorail set, you can put that around your Christmas tree on the bottom, like instead of a train, and you can have that monorail going around. And I've always wanted to get that. Does anybody have I don't, that? I don't even want to know how expensive it is. I know it's that they... Okay, I know that you can get, like, you used to be able to get a Grand Floridian, and you could get all the little stations and stuff, but I think you can still get it on eBay. I'm sure it's, like, ridiculously expensive. Well, I think they still sell those... those other, I know you could, they still sell the Contemporary and Epcot, the uh, Spaceship Earth okay. and the Castle. I don't have... I do a train around my tree, uh-huh. but if... Um, I'm going to have to do that monorail next. Maybe I'll do both. I That'd love cool. that monorail idea for the tree because I love the monorail. Yeah. I just really do. Every time it, it goes by, you know, you kind of stop like, squirrel, there's a monorail. Right. So, <laughs> I, wist, I wistfully look at it in the store because I know that someone's not letting me buy that and bring it home. <laughs> oh, no. We, we have it. so sad. Oh, you have it? You have yeah. it? My mother went with us for Parker's first time to go to Disney over Christmas, and that was what she bought. Him. Oh, so and good. it's really cool because it says the whole little spill in English and Spanish <gasps> about, you know, stay away from the doors and blah, 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 blah. <sighs> and it comes with little bitty characters. But yes, we have the monorail set. That's I want that for my tree. Um, it, one day. It's not the most stable. I will say that. It doesn't look like it would be, to be honest. Well, it's only coming out for Christmas and don't touch it, kids. 
It's or not cats. to play with. Oh, well, see, I don't even know if I can do Christmas this year with these cats. <laughs> That's true. Are what about the tree? What about um? World now show. I know a lot of the merchandise is the same. Pretty much in, well, of course, World Showcase, that's notwithstanding, it's going to be a little different. But as far as the other merchandise goes, it's all pretty much the same in all the parks. They tend to do like a few, you know, cute dishes, cute ornaments, as you mentioned. What about in Disney Springs? Is there, See, Are there different things there? This, this is the ideas that I have for cool gift ideas for Disney Springs. They have a store there that's um, called Mickey's Pantry. Disney Springs right. and there's all kinds of really fun kitchen items that are Disney. Okay. And um, one that I really liked was it's shaped like a Mickey and it's like a non-stick piece of metal with a little wooden handle that pokes up and you can make Mickey eggs that are shaped like you oh, crack those the egg cute. or the I, pancake. I bet they don't work. They do work. I use mine do all the really? time. I really? make the girls Mickey pancakes. I made them heart pancakes today um, because it, I have a heart one too but sometimes I do Mickey and I'll do Mickey eggs um, right. Yeah, they totally work. So get it. Just make sure you spray your nonstick spray in it. But I love the Mickey's Pantry. I also like the design a tea idea. So in Disney Springs, they have a store that you can design a t-shirt and you can pick from hundreds of different things and place them where you want on the shirt and also how to font or like some words and you can make your own t-shirt there and they'll print it out and everything and, and you can pick it up or they'll deliver it to your hotel. So that's a good idea for a gift idea, I think. Um, that's adorable, yeah. Oh, I was thinking at the resorts, you could go get a gingerbread plank. It doesn't taste good, but you can still yeah. get one. <laughs> I'm, I'm always amazed that people line up for those gingerbread uh, cookies at the Grand Floridian. I'm like, mm, no, they don't even look, they don't look that good. Do you know what I wish they had here, though? They don't have the candy canes. You know how they make the candy canes in Disneyland? They don't do that here, now, right? Are we sure that doesn't just taste like toothpaste? No, I don't. I mean, all I know is that people absolutely. But they're line doing up for that those. for those what gingerbread planks. Yeah, peppermint well, flavored toothpaste. No, I don't <laughs> think so. And and we have some listeners who live out in the you know Orange County, Los Angeles area. Um, let us know. Can let we... us know on the or the the Facebook group. I'm, I'm actually looking into getting a Mouse and More podcast P.O. box. So then maybe you could ship me one of those in there and we can, <laughs> like, I can check it out for everybody. And it's hard it. to get though. Like they have limits on what you can get. Like, you know, like I, I don't know how it works. Like I've heard that you can get a lottery to, to, to get your ticket to buy it, or you just have to line up. I mean, I've heard all these crazy stories. So somebody who's more familiar with Disneyland, let us know. Yeah, let us know. We're, we're, we would we're interested that. at this point. So I think another thing, too, you can get, I think you can get different Star Wars merchandise for the Star you Wars can. fans. Because, yes. you know, if you've got a Star Wars fan that's like, really into it you can find some unique items at the Tatooine Traders I believe it's called but why would I want why would I want a Christmassy R2D2 because there's a Christmas Star Wars show I actually yeah, Christmas oh, that's special. Right. yeah and I actually have one at my house <laughs> that I'm interested in selling if anybody wants it and you have the Star Wars Christmas special I've got a lot of Star Wars Christmas items. Anyway, don't ask. But do you have the movie, the TV show on DVD? There's no telling. I might. I (laughs) might. All items must go. All sales refiner. So, um, but they do have unique Star Wars merchandise. So that's cool for somebody that thinks that's a cool thing. 
no, no, no. Uh, that would be Adam and Tony and Mark, right? <laughs> I don't want to get Mark into... if he was here. Yeah, exactly. I don't really get into the Star Wars, the merch stuff at I all. I know. I mean, as much as I love Star Wars, I don't, I don't, I don't buy merchandise anyway. Though I think Christmas is the one time I want to buy something, and usually it's going to be an ornament. But generally speaking. Um, and maybe those socks because the 12 days of Christmas Disney socks, that's just kind of a clever idea, but I think they're probably not the most comfortable sock. They probably have that little line at the toe that annoys you when you put in your shoe. And I have a couple of other ones. So I know that this is not, this isn't the magic kingdom and I know that it's not really a Christmassy thing, but I think if you're there and you just want a souvenir or something, I like that Memento Mori turn your face into yeah. a zombie picture. <laughs> I still like that. I have my... Merry Christmas. Here's Merry what you would Christmas-y. look like dead. But you got to be there to do it. So that's kind of the downside. So it's not like a really yeah. a good gift, but I still love that thing. Castle Kutcher to get a costume for your kids. Girls love those costumes. So I would say go for it. And also in the studios, you can personalize any merchandise item that can be personalized at Adrian and Edith head to toe. And it's usually around $10, 10 to $15 to have your item personalized with like a monogram or just a name. Okay. So I think that's a cute idea too. There's a lot of things you can do because there's so much merchandise. I tend to veer away from mass produced items and look for more personalized, cool, kitschy items that you don't find everywhere. And do you also- know what's weird yeah, though? I mean, the thing is, if you really want the sort of like unique things and you want unique Disney things, Etsy, and that's not even in the park. And I know that's totally like off what we're talking about, but I find so many cute Disney things in Etsy. Oh, I find Etsy. so many cute everything in Etsy. I mean, yeah. come on. Like those dresses I have for my kids. Oh, girl. Cute. I want one. I need one. One last thing I wanted to uh, add into there is if you're looking for just an inexpensive gift for someone that maybe you don't know what to get them, but you know that they're a fan of like Marvel or they've got Star Wars, um, Stance socks and Disney Springs, you can get a really unique, cool pair of socks for a relatively cheap price. So that's just something to keep in mind. Okay. That's cute. Anyone else? Do you have, um, Rachel, you wanted to say something? Yes. In Germany, you can go and they have the glass blower blowing the Christmas ornaments that I think is, that's a precious gift you can give. And then the other gift that I found recently at Animal Kingdom, the shop that is right next to the safari entrance, I can't remember the name of it, but if near the safari and the grill exploration trail, there's a bakery in there. And there's a shop, and right by the bakery, they have blessing baskets, and they are made by people in Uganda and Africa, and they have the person's name and what they are going to do with the money that they earn from these baskets. And you can actually log in and contact them. But they're precious, and they range in a variety of sizes and prices, but I think that's a neat gift. Cute. I like that. Okay, and you wanted to say something, Adam? Yeah, real quick, to second what Liza said, um, the ornaments personalized for like your vacations. That's one thing growing up and we still do it. My family, we would always, every vacation we get an ornament from wherever we went, uh, and then try to get the year on it at least. And then this way, every year you're decorating the Christmas tree, assuming you do a Christmas tree at your house, you get to sort of relive those 
memories of each you know vacation so the um the places in disney that you know selling ornaments where they're doing the personalization get that done and then if you're staying on uh, resort property have them ship that to your ho- resort hotel or even if you know to the front of the park so you have to walk around with it all day because it's a fragile item you don't want to be walking around a park with that and uh, that's really a you know it's fairly inexpensive personalized item that you can remind yourself of your you know your favorite trips every year so it's a good idea i like that okay let's go ahead and move on tony can you tell us about okay first of all i have to say this this might be my favorite park at christmas I was going to be very sad when I went there after Osborne Lights left, but I think Hollywood Studios has the most fun decoration. So, Tony, tell us about that. Sure. Uh, so, since the Osborne Lights left, uh, you know, many people are wondering what's left. What What is there to do now? Well, uh, Sunset Seasons Greetings uh, runs from November 6th through January 6th of 2019, and it is a holiday experience um, on Sunset Boulevard highlighted by the, uh, I, I don't want to say overlay, because I don't know that there's a better word for it, but maybe the projection onto uh, the Hollywood Tower Hotel uh, to make it the Hollywood Toy Hotel. Um, uh, so it's one of those, you know, like they do the projections on the castle. Um, it, it just puts a holiday theme over the building, and there's some activity, and it's, it's pretty cool if you uh, haven't seen it. Um, in conjunction with uh, the holidays, also beginning November sixth, is the Jingle Bell, uh, sorry, Jingle Bell Jingle Bam, and I have to say it because that's in capital letters, uh, Holiday Nighttime Spectacular, which is once again a projection show on the Chinese Theater uh, using special effects, snow, fireworks, and music. Uh, special message from Santa at the end, um, and there's going to be scenes uh, from many of the Disney ABC properties uh christmas movies so i guess it's uh focused on wayne and lanny from the uh, holiday special prep and landing which i've never seen but apparently it's big with the kids oh it's really good tony you should watch it it. it's a great show maybe this year uh so of course as we've heard from many other parks there is also an associated jingle bell jingle bam Holiday dessert party. Yes. Um, the holiday <laughs> dessert party features cookies, a hot cocoa flight uh, with a little bit of uh, alcoholic beverages in there. And that runs from November 6th uh, through January 2nd. Uh, the cost is $89 per adult. Uh, actually, it's either 79 or 89 depending upon the night, and 45 or 49 for children. Um, if you uh, would like to dine with some characters... Uh, Hollywood and Vine is running the Minnie's Holiday Dine Meal, uh, where the characters are all dressed up in their holiday finest. Um, Frozen, I know Liza will not be happy to hear this, uh, but there are some changes made for the holidays to uh, the first time in forever, the Frozen sing-along celebration, where they include songs from the animated short Olaf's Frozen Adventure. And last but not least, you can meet Santa Claus at Once Upon a Time. Um, He will be there from November 10th, which happens to be my birthday. I'm a large uh, in shirts if anyone (laughs) wants to buy anything. Uh, And he will be there through through December 24th. He gets pretty busy on that night. And then for the remainder of the year, from the 24th through January 31st, uh, Santa Goofy will step in for Santa 
uh, for the remainder of the holiday season. And that's uh, pretty much Christmas in a nutshell in Hollywood Studios. In a wo- in a chestnut shell. In a chestnut Perfect. shell. Uh, a roasted a chestnut tree. shell. Do you know? A couple years ago, they were giving away free chestnuts out in front of the as the you know when you walk Grand in Floridian. from. The, yeah, at the Grand Floridian from the bus stop when you walk in. Yeah. And I got them, and they were absolutely terrible. Were they? It's like, yes. I was like, what is, what? These are awful. I mean, maybe I just got I a hold of a bad that. one. Yeah, no, they were terrible. So, okay. Rachel, let's finish this up. Go ahead and tell me what your favorite tours are. Well, Disney has two different holiday tours they offer now. They used to just have one, which was the Yuletide Fantasy Tour. It lasts three and a half hours. It the price is a little pricey for a three and a half hour experience. It's one hundred and thirty nine dollars. You do have to be twelve and older. They take you backstage and give you the scoop on how they do all the decorations. Like they've already started lining up the trucks at the old um, runway filled with decorations because Disney not only decorates the resorts and the parks, but they also hold everything for the cruise ships and everything. So they explain all that. They'll take you to the floral department, and then you they let you whip up an edible holiday treat at Disney Springs at Amaretz Bakery. That's This isn't the same tour they used to do. It's the same name, but they've changed it a little. Then the other tour they offer is the Disney's Holiday Delights. It's a six-hour tour. It's offered only 16 nights of the year. It starts at $345 for a price of $279. It starts with a family-style barbecue dinner at the Whispering Canyon Cafe. And then you go backstage at two of the different theme parks to learn, you know, how they decorate everything and cherish customs throughout the parks. You get to talk with people who do the decorating. You get to meet people who decorate Cinderella's Castle with the lights. That would be awesome. Yes, that would be incredible. And get some special photos. Then they take you to the Candlelight Processional. And you end it with Illuminations, Reflections of Earth with the holiday finale. Nice. So, yes, that is six and a half hours. That includes food for the grand prize of $279. That's reasonable. That sounds awesome. Yes. It's not, it's probably not reasonable, but it does sound kind of like bucket list, you know? I was kind of kidding. Yeah. Yes, oh, like if, huh? you had, if you had all those things you wanted to do and you were there for a short yeah. period of time, maybe not with little ones, but you and your husband, you came in. Right. That would be, you know, mark off, ding, bing, bang, boom. That'd be right. pretty cool. While Disney offers these two tours, there is another tour you can do that's a little less expensive. If you go to Fort Wilderness, you can reserve, reserve a horse and carriage ride, or they also have the big hayride wagon ride that goes around the campgrounds. And all of the campers deck out their RVs with big blow-ups and lights. Uh, the decorations are unreal. And so, you know, if you want to go just take to have a nice little night, it can even kind of be romantic if you're in the horse and buggy, but it's really fun. It lasts about 30 minutes. And then they even go on a back trail and you get a view of the castle with nothing blocking your view of the Christmas light. Um, I just have to say that I think the campgrounds are totally underrated, like at Christmas time. And it can be a little crowded and they can, 
Like it's hard to get out there. They won't let you take your car there and park it and go look at the lights, but it's well worth like taking the boat over from the magic kingdom and just taking a bus to one of the more popular loops and checking out the lights. It's just really fun. So, okay. I think we've covered this. I love Christmas. I know all of you do. I want to finish up and ask you a personal question. What's your favorite Christmas song? I'm going to start with Tony because I know Tony's got to go to bed. Uh, Frosty the Snowman, uh, but only if it's done by Jimmy Durante in the animated oh, special. Yeah, oh, yeah. That's Jimmy adorable. Durante. Okay, Liza, what about you? Well, mine is by uh, Wham and it's Last Christmas. Okay. All right. We were singing that in the car the other day. All right. Okay. What about you, Adam? All right. Well, my favorite religious song is Oh Holy Night. My um, favorite, I guess, secular song would be Bing Crosby's White Christmas. I'm that is fantastic. Of a okay. Okay. It's not. Christmas. Okay. Sorry. Okay. I had to stop. Sorry, but it's really <laughs> I bad. I can't figure it out. No, um, it was not awful. It's like the okay. beginning of awfully American Idol. Good. It was awfully good. Okay. We. I know. I would be the worst person on that show, right? I have a terrible voice. Anyone will tell you no, that. You no, my kids say it all the time. They're like, please don't but, sing. But all kids say that about their parents. Uh, mine may mean it. Okay. Yeah, that's true. Adam, I kind of have to agree with you. That is an awesome Christmas song. Um, Rachel, what about you? I love Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas. Oh, that makes me want to just have some hot cocoa. What about Wham? Yeah, that's a good one, too. I do like Wham. And I love the um, We Need a Little Christmas, whatever. That song they play at Magic Kingdom over and over and over. Yes. Yes. We Need a Little Christmas. I like that Nightmare Nightmare Before Christmas song, too. Wait. The best Christmas song, and I think this qualifies as a review, is Merry Christmas, I Don't Want to Fight Tonight by the Ramones. <laughs> Please, let's not get a fight. It's Christmas. It's I really best. can't. It's the best. I don't understand why when you go into stores, they're not playing that. I just don't. But, but Never even is, heard of it. Are you people haven't heard throwing of it? things? No. What's going on no. with the, the I Don't Want to Fight Tonight? You know, people get in fights during the holidays. That's it's true. one of the busiest Alcohol. times. It's, right. If you're a police officer, you're responding to more domestic disputes during the holidays. That's why the Ramones were like, hey, let's not fight. That's because your anyway. in-laws came over and I was like, and I told you they were going to do that. And then and then you guys don't talk about my mom like that. And then you end up getting exactly. in a fight. Are the Ramones the same ones that sang the Friends theme song? No. They're not. No, they're not the same people. Well, what about the song? I don't know, but it wasn't the Ramones. Well, the Ramones would have never. The Ramones are like the father and the grandfather of punk. Kind of. They're not sending the. Yeah, they're not singing the friends. The Rembrandt sang the friends. Oh yeah, that's a different okay. one. Okay. Yeah, it's All right. kind of a little more pop. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. But Wham was great. I gave you my heart I the very next Wham. day. You, you give it away. away. Yeah, that's But wrong. this year, to save you from tears? You're I'm, giving it to someone special. Yeah. Well, you probably thought that person last year was special, too. I mean, why Why would you give your heart to someone who was like, oh, I saw you in the grocery store. Here's my heart. That's <laughs> right. Yeah. But then it crushed me. You gave it away? Yeah, exactly. Okay. I just want to know what kind of jerk dumps you on December 26th. 
Yeah, exactly. The very next day. The one who you got a bad Christmas present for. Yes. Yeah, that's well, true. Well, maybe. So what just entailed was a discussion of inappropriate Christmas songs. However, we're not going to let you listen to that because we know there are children listening. So I just want to thank everyone for joining us. And I want to thank all of you for sitting here late at night and recording as usual. And yes, by the we've got a fire. I have a space heater going. Does that count? It's cold here in Georgia. I've got a Diet Coke. Um, Okay. (laughs) So if you like us, you can follow us on Twitter. Adam's on. Adam's actually wearing a Santa hat, tweeting from the bathroom, (laughs) all during the holiday season. It's very exciting. His holiday throne. Yes, Holiday Throat. I think he's got tinsel hanging from it. Hey, that's an idea. That's a great idea. Um, so you can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, but not Snapchat, because that's not for old people. Not yet. Anyway. I wonder if I can make us a Snapchat. You, but no. what would I even do on it? Like, I'm afraid hey. to know. I really am. I'm totally afraid. I'm really um, bored right now. <laughs> sitting here waiting at the bus stop for the kids. Anyway, Merry Christmas. I don't want to fight tonight. I don't Good night, either. everyone. Good night. Good night. Happy New Year. I was I don't thinking about fight it. Tonight. I was what? thinking, uh, we're the kind of podcast that, like, leaves our lights up all year round. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. That's the funny title. <laughs> that's a good title. The podcast <laughs> that leaves their lights up all year round. Because we're too lazy to take them down. I like it. I like it a lot. What? What do you think you're doing? What? I'm reading a Christmas carol. Oh, wow. since when did you learn to read? Oh, don't start with Whoa, me. Then don't start with me. We were supposed to visit my parents in Mineola. But no, we have to have a Christmas party for your friends. My friends? Yes, your friends. What are your friends? I don't have any friends. You're right. You're, you're right. You're right. Because you don't know how to make friends. Mary. Christmas, I don't want you back
Oh, honey, I'm so sorry. We we shouldn't fight like this on Christmas. I know. What a Are you stupid okay? thing. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm fine. Oh, 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 I love you so much. Oh, I'm sorry. I feel like we're together forever, you know? Guess we what? Everything. Guess what? Merry Christmas. Oh, you got me a present. Mm. Oh, that's so sweet. Because I didn't get you anything. That's okay. We're going to break up. You know, we can no, fight a No, no, we're oh, in love. So we're together forever, sweetheart. Mm. Oh, wow. Oh, you pig. <laughs> this is red. Red, red. Red makes me look bloated. No, you know no, that. I told you that all the time. Look, look, you know, look, I look, it looks great. No, it 